everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. In this is episode 351 of the show. This is actually a really cool interview about going from poverty to paychecks. I think it's awesome and it's a really fun conversation. I think a lot of you are going to get a ton out of. And so when you do, all I ask you to do, as always, is just screenshot this, put it in your Instagram story, put it in, you know, tag me, I'm Boss Lee, tag some friends, and then make sure you leave a five-star review and subscribe to the show. We are starting on Monday. We're going to be starting back up the cash giveaway. So make sure you have your five-star reviews in. I love it. Today's reviewer of the show is Jana McDonald, life-changing five stars. I started listening to Jessie Lee about five months ago and I've implemented so many of her tips and tricks. It changed my mindset and how I lead and show up for myself and my team and it changed my business. We went from the top 2% of the company to the top 0.2%. It's changing the lives of my team. You have forever changed me in the way I live and lead. I am forever thankful. <laughs> wow. I love it. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys love episode 351 of the show. welcome welcome to normalizing the suck this is episode five and i have someone very very special with me today so i've been trying to not pee myself um i'm going to introduce her and this episode is going to be called um poverty to paychecks and it's going to encompass a lot of struggles emotions um what society deems normal, what we can create from our own life. And I have Jesse Lee with me, who is somebody that I listen to every single day. So the fact that I'm staring at her right now is incredible. Um, she is from small town, Maryland. She's been in direct sales for a decade now and I'm not trying to age you, but she is the number one recruiter in the entire world. And she is literally passion personified. That is how we describe it. So (laughs) to me, Jesse, you're the most relatable person because when you speak, I feel your sincerity. Um, You literally play on my heartstrings, but in a peaceful way while also like putting fire under my ass. So I like that. (laughs) You, um, you have all the reasons in the world of why you couldn't have succeeded or made the life that you did, but you don't believe in sitting in it. You believe in making something of it, um, executing over excuses. So if we all throw our problems in a bucket, we always would take them back. Um, we always would take our own problems back. I believe that. And I believe we can want better without wanting someone else's life. Cause I think that's a slap in the face to the big man upstairs and what he uniquely gifted every single one of us. So you briefly touch on the fact that you grew up in poverty and all the steps that you took were what society thinks normal. And you were still struggling to make ends meet. And you were in a basement where absolutely nothing was yours. And after living in an RV with my husband and two dogs where nothing was mine either, I can tell you that that was actually the worst experience of my life. But, um, (laughs) but can you walk us through the lowest moments, you know, the, the ones that stand out that made you say, I have to change this. I have to get out of the situation I'm in. And you started with just wanting $300 extra a month, but. Um, yeah, so cool. Excited to be on here. Thank you for the introduction. I love that. Appreciate you listening to me every day. <laughs> That's a lot. Cause I listen to me every day and whoo, it's a lot. I'm kidding. I'm just, so 
Um, you know, first of all, I'll just say your lowest moments are actually what defines you. It's not, it's not the highs, you know, you don't appreciate the peaks without the valleys. You don't appreciate, you know, the sun without, without, you know, the, the darkness, you don't appreciate the calm of an ocean without the crazy waves that throw you around. So I'll just start there because I think a lot of people, aside from hearing my story, which you'll hear a whole bunch of, I suppose, just understand that all the things that are happening to you in your life, um, they're blessings. The the worst times of your life are the biggest blessings because you don't have the perspective of, oh, this is actually a gift if um, if everything's good. You know, if everything's good and you never fall, you never falter, you never, ever, 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 ever have a low, then you don't even know what a high is. So that's the first thing I'll say. Some of my lowest moments, geez, okay. Uh, yeah, living in a basement, actually, I talked about this the other day on something. And I said, you know, I didn't even mind the basement because I wasn't, I, I was not dreaming big you know like I yeah I was in a small town uh I lived in a room in a basement and that like it's dramatic now because like I live in a mansion but like at the time I was like yo I'm 22 this sucks (laughs) you know but I was kind of like you know it could be worse could be roaches you know like I had I just had a perspective around it like this too shall pass whatever Um, I did not though. I did not enjoy driving a car that, uh, broke down. I did not like that. I did not like drive. I did not like having to put the car in neutral and coasting downhill to save gas. That sucked. Um, I did not like telling everybody no, like, no, I can't go out for breakfast. No, I can't go out for dinner. No, I can't go out for lunch. No, I can't go out for drinks. Like, I think like I didn't drink for 10 years, actually. Like, I don't really talk about that that often, but like, I, I, People go, well, did you have a problem with it? I'm like, no, I was broke. Like, you can't drink when you're broke, okay? Because I wasn't going to drink, like, Natty Light or whatever, man, okay? So, oh, no, that's my husband's beer. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to think of something that I know is cheap. Like, whatever, like, good on your husband. But, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, my point being, you know, I would want to go out and have a $12 cocktail or, you know, a nice glass of wine or whatever. And, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. So that's why I didn't drink, you know. So, um, and even if you go to a bar, like a, a Nat Light is probably like, not, whatever the heck they're called, Natty Lights are, they're probably like $4 a piece. And I couldn't be drinking five of them, you know what I mean? That's a $20 bill. That's like a tank of gas back then. So I say that to say, um, you know, I think life is perspective. Those low moments, yeah, like the basement sucked. But my real low moments were actually 2017. Um, 2017, I'm like talking more and more and more about the story lately because there's like even more to it. I actually kind of realized it the other day. I'm like, I mean, yeah, it was bad, but it was the deepest valley I could have ever gone in. And uh, I really didn't, I really didn't see the light. Um, And... I made it out, obviously, but 2017, I lost my everything, and I mean everything. So I lost my position in a company, which I was making over 200 grand a month, gone. That was literally the least of my worries. Uh, My marriage had fallen apart earlier in the year. We were separated. I was in a, this is the part I never talk about. Uh, I was in a relationship with like literal love of my life, Um, and when I was terminated. He was also terminated. I don't talk about this. We're like talking again now. So like, that's why I'm like, I'm gonna start talking about it. Um, but like, all of a sudden I lost my, like the person I knew I was supposed to be with, you know, um, I lost basically every friendship. I lost, uh, my Nana, my Nana died. So it was like, I lived in this house literally alone, no position in a company, 
having to file two lawsuits. The man I love, I can't even see. He won't talk to me. I'm mad at him. He's mad at me. I have no local friends or friends really at all to like to speak to, to rely on, you know, like to, to confide in. Like there was none of that. My life was bad. I ended up in the hospital. Um, stre my, stress shuts my body down. So I ended up in the hospital. I lost my health. Like I lost everything. And uh, I love it because it made me so strong. Like I know I felt like that's like a psycho moment, right? You're like, oh my God, she's mentally unstable now. No, like it made me so strong. I came back harder than ever. I worked harder than ever. Uh, my friendships now, you know, I'm very quick at setting boundaries now. I'm very quick at saying that's a red flag. No, no ma'am, Jordan. No ma'am. Um, I'm very quick at identifying, you know, whatever. Um, you know, Nana, obviously she passed away, but she's with me always. I feel her constantly. Um, you know, everything's thriving. I got my man back, <laughs> but like everything's good. Everything's good. The divorce was fine. Like whatever. So I just say that. Cause I think when, when you're in your worst, 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 worst place, uh, beautiful, beautiful things come from it. It's like a butterfly story. Absolutely. And you already touched, well, 2017 was something I was actually going to already ask you about specifically because every time I feel like we up level our life, the enemy comes in and it's like, <laughs> take you out no matter what, like from angles that you can't even think of. And from ways that you're like, where am I now? I have nothing. Like, where, how did I go from here to here? Yep. And, um, he lurks like he's a very patient enemy. And I know that, and I'm growing my knowledge on the Bible and everything it's like awesome. that, because you have to know, you have to know who God is, but you have to know who the enemy is. Uh -huh. Like you got to know. And, um, so I was going to ask you, I have my questions right here, but what did you have to do mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Like all combined, <laughs> what did you have to do to <laughs> get back up? That's a fire question. Nobody ever asks. Okay. So first of all, I love that you're faith-based as well. Because if you met me in 20, maybe 11 to 2016, like I wasn't an atheist or anything. Like I'm not stupid. I know, you know, there's a higher power or whatever. Like I was never the person to be like, oh, like, oh, whatever. No. Okay. I don't know what that face was. But uh, I went so far away from the church, like full 180 because I was raised in the church. I, I mean, all of it. Like I was like the perfect church girl, every choir, every youth group, like I would lead youth group, like all of it, you know, I lived in the, in the, in the church. And, uh, I don't know. I guess I became like that rebellious college kid or something. That's just like, Oh, F this, that, that like Bible. <laughs> no, you know, whatever. And through all of it, I'll start with the spirituality part, right? When you have nothing to turn to, because that is, that was my, my 2017, nothing to turn to. Like, no, I, I mean, I cannot even go on about this enough. Like I'm telling you when you are in your darkest dark and it's like the only shred of light and hope is you're know, like, Hey, Hey, wait a minute. Like, where is your faith woman? Like, go back to what you know. Why did you ever stop reading the Bible? Why did you ever stop going to church? Why did you ever stop praying? Right? Be like, no, I kind of pray. Like, I like walk around. Uh, whatever. Okay? Not the same. Not the same. Okay? And, uh, no, I had to pour right back into it. I had to go right back into what I had. I, I had to have some, like, I had to have something. I don't explain it. 
And right. my faith got stronger than ever. Like, ever. Because I was like, God, if you get me out of this, like, if you help me, I swear, I will work so hard. I will be such a faithful servant. Like, I swear. <laughs> like, I mean, I just, I mean, I just had to sacrifice myself because nothing else made sense. So, to get out of it, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, I realized I, as a human being, was not strong enough to get out of it. I had to have something else. That's first of all. Mentally, ha, oh my god, okay, I lived in personal development. So, you've probably heard this part of the story before, but, like, I was so depressed. I had so much anxiety. My body was shutting down, like I said. I put headphones in. I would, I, like, I, this is... I found out this is like so this is 2017 when like airpods are new or whatever so you, you can like take one out everyone knows this now you can like take one out and charge it the other one plays and you can just like flip back and forth so that okay so instead of them dying you can just yeah. charge one and like have one in and then like flip whatever so I would constantly and I literally mean in my sleep even have airpods in because my mind kept wandering to really dark places and the only thing I would do is I'm like okay you got that book playing just like listen to the book for a second listen to the audible first like listen to the podcast for a second so I would develop 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 for sure um that's when I got back into you know my thing was I couldn't control so much so I started to control everything I could so yeah physically I started Everything, everything had to be disciplined. Everything was on a routine. Everything, 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 everything. My my meals were on a schedule, my workouts. Like that's when I, um, you know, I, I was like 27, 2016, I guess. Like the biggest I've probably ever been. And then 2017, I shredded way down because I was just like, I'm, I'm disciplining my food. I'm disciplining my workouts. I'm disciplining my supplements. I'm disciplining everything. Um, and so it's the same thing. It's just, yeah, everything had to change emotionally I had to look at myself and be like Jesse Lee take responsibility for this what did you do people were always like why are you not why do you not yell about the company that terminated you I'm like what's the point like literally what's the point okay so like now when anything bad happens like right now um my house is flooded well like it flooded a couple months ago I don't know if you know this but like the house flooded um and like I rent, I rent this gigantor house, right? Um, and the owners are trying to blame me. And then, and I'm like, what? Okay, hold on. I'm like, and I know it's not my fault, but I always go, where is my fault in this? My fault in this was that I didn't, I didn't have plumbing checked. Like, why would you? Right. Right. But I'm still adult enough now and emotionally developed enough to be like, ah, you should have. You know, like, so you learn, I just, I don't know, my whole thing is you, you got to learn from everything that goes on instead of blowing up. I think people who have the highest emotional intelligence, which I did not in 2017, people with the highest emotional intelligence from, from what I can tell you from experience, they're the ones who earn more. They're the ones who are happier. They're the ones who are not blaming, shaming, justifying everything that's going on around them. You know, yeah. even in my marriage, I was like, hey. This is not a marriage. She's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, look, it's my fault as much as it's yours. You know, like, I'll take the blame, you know? Um, But it takes, you have to be developed to get to that point. That takes time and uh, discipline. So much discipline and consistency and everything that no one wants to do. I always call entrepreneurship like a bad diet because it's literally when someone wants to stick to their New Year's resolution or a diet or something like that. That's how I describe entrepreneurship because you have to show up daily. 
and that like encompasses that. everything that you're talking about and like with the faith life I truly believe it's confusing as to why we play a blame game when something was already done for us right like the ultimate sacrifice was made for us so it was already done yet we sit here and we're like why aren't you doing this for me god why did you do this to me and it's like are you even do you even have knowledge of like what he says about you or like about the situation because literally every time I flip into my Bible, I'm like, Oh, so that's how I should handle that situation. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. Like, like oh, and sometimes you need that. Like that's that the word that's just wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Right. And no matter how you look at it, whether you look at the Bible as a book that a bunch of old men wrote, or <laughs> if you look at it as being, you know, the Bible, right. Um, it still has wisdom. Like whether you like, that's something I think people that are not religious don't understand is you can always learn from something like that. You can always learn from something that's handed down that's that old, thousands of years old wisdom in those pages, regardless of a religious conversation. And yeah, the answers are all there. Absolutely. And I'm with your physical stuff. So I just have a question for you. When I hit my lowest point, my body broke out in hives and my immune system flipped oh, on itself. Oh, yeah, girl. That- yes. Oh, don't oh. you love it? Oh, yeah. Let's create autoimmune diseases. Yes. Let's talk about it. Go ahead. Keep I talking. Was so confused. I was so confused. I was 23 years old and I was like waking up at 3 a.m. with welts from my head to my toes. And I was like, what the frick is going on? But anyways, um, that's why I was wondering what happened to you like physical signs that you were seeing yeah Um, I mean for sure hives I would break out in rashes everywhere like I was like bleeding out it was very crazy Uh, my hips locked up like my joints were like like it was it was not good it was really not good Uh (laughs) people don't realize this has everything to. oh and that's the crazy thing so like people literally would be like hey, are you okay? You're going through a lot. And I would literally say, um, yeah, so I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. Yeah. Literally, I swear to you, I would tell people I feel good because I did. Mentally, I was like, mm-mm. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I mean, this sucks. Like, I'm a little anxious, but <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. I was not good. So then my body started shutting down like, if you don't slow down, you don't slow it down, you stupid. You know, uh, so, you know, but, but, but look, you know what? God has, has a way, you know, we are humans and, um, you got to eat your humble pie sometimes. And that's all it was, man. I had to eat my humble pie. So I ate it. I'm better for it. I'm so much better for it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in this season right now of saying no. And when you said red flags and you were like talking about boundaries and red flags and stuff. That's exactly where I'm at right now because my husband and I, um, well, we have like a, an appointment for a fertility consultation this week. We've been trying it for a while. And so like, there's things that just are more important than like saying yes, be a yes girl to everybody. And that's my problem is that like, I do, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just learned this from the Bible and I can go tell so many people about it. And like, I work from online. So I'm like, Oh, I always need to be like pouring into people, pouring into people, pouring into people, pouring into my team. And I'm like, that's where I'm at is I'm just kind of slowing down. So I, I, I call that finding the flow in the hustle and flow. Like you got to find your flow. You don't have to stop, but you kind of got to like, you got to flow. You got to flow. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about was my like money and finances, because, um, listening to you speak, 
I can tell how intelligent you are and just how cultured you are with things. And my question is, how did you, (laughs) so when you go from making, you know, pretty much whatever you're surviving, you are going paycheck to paycheck. You're in a lack mindset, et cetera. How did you learn to handle the money? And was it reaching out to like specific people? The university of Google is what I call it, like a full-time student. And then once you started making the bigger paychecks, how did you make it make itself instead of blowing it? Because like lottery winners, right? You know, you have these people that don't know what the frick to do with what they got. And they actually end up poorer than how they started. Um, So just sure do. Let me suck from your brain for that, for like handling finances. Yeah. So the first thing with, with the money is I was going broke every two weeks, actually. So like more and more broke because I had bills. Like I was living in that basement and it was like, then I had a car payment, then I had car insurance, whatever. And I had gone to school in New York City. So I didn't have those payments before. And then I, and I was like on parents insurance until, you know, whatever, the whole whatever. So like handling the money, I'll tell you just financial literacy is not that hard. It's just that people don't educate themselves because they're nervous about it. People will talk to complete strangers about their sexual life and will not mention their debt. They'll be mm-hmm. like, I like this, I like that, blah, like all, whoa, who, hey, whoa, ho, hi, I just met you four minutes ago, you do what, whoa, oh, jeez, wow, okay, this is getting heated, whoa, I got it, like, I'm uncomfortable, right, this is what people do, they're like, I like that, I'll choke me, and I'm like, oh, stop, you know, like, I don't owe you, stop, 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 they do this, right, you, you go to a bar, you know, or whatever. And the first conversation out of people's mouths is very interesting, right? Wide, wide open. But if you're like, well, can you talk to me about your debts? Can you talk to me about your credit score? Can you talk to me about what credit cards you like to use and why? Can you talk to me about investments? They're like, oh, what? Whoa, no. Hey, <laughs> uh-uh. right? Like that is private stuff, okay? We don't talk about debt around here. It's crazy. Like, so then everybody's just in debt. Everyone's just accumulating debt. It's why I talk so loudly on the internet about, like, you need to join me. You literally need to join me because this is an opportunity to not have overhead and literally make wealth. Even if you don't understand it right now, like, trust me, what you need to do is you need to get around people who do understand money because it's clearly not you right now, right? And here's the thing. The problem is, in my opinion, system's very broken, Mm -hmm. okay? So, like, people don't understand that, There's money behind all these publishers. Thank God for the internet, quite frankly, because people are trying to understand Susie Orman does not really have her life together. She's literally paid by, like, everything is government. Like, you have to be careful about where you're getting your information from. But so, anyway, I'm, like, on a totally different tangent, I suppose. But handling the money is I started paying attention. Like, I was taught credit cards are evil, so I never had one. I didn't understand you could use a credit card as a debit card right? To build your credit. That was like one of the first things I did in 20, 2010. So like I, I got that credit card, right? Cause I couldn't afford it to pay my kit on January 1st, 2011. Right. So, um, but anyway, so I didn't realize you could pay that off. Then you never pay that interest. Nobody told me that. Okay. So then nobody told me that by having that credit card, I could raise my credit score. Nobody taught me the importance of raising a credit score is so that everything else in your life is cheaper everything money is like free right now for people with high credit scores like I can go get a loan for literally millions of dollars at like two percent right now 2.79 percent probably 
That's like basically free. Some of you listening, whoever's listening to this anywhere, you'd go in for a loan. A, you wouldn't even be able to get the, the loan at that amount because your credit score is so low and you don't have enough liquid and it's a long story, whatever. But like you would get like, like if I finance a car, I can get 1.79, right? You can probably find this car for 13%, not you, but like people. Do you understand you're paying for the car? Like, like no one understands this long-term thing they just oh I, I got approved for the loan right but look at what you're paying for that car you're paying for the car seven times 13 times like 12 times, whatever it is for it's every year same thing with houses anyway so I just started learning so and, and here's the thing I grew up in poverty I didn't ever want to go back there I think growing up in poverty was uh one of the biggest blessings of my life that's another little, like perspective switch I'm so thankful I was poor I am so thankful we could not afford freaking food man i'm so thankful so happy my clothes didn't fit so 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 happy we couldn't have nothing no birthdays like christmas was a coloring book and some crayons and i was happy about it like i oh god i'm so happy about it because no one had financial literacy in my life but i knew i didn't want to go back there so you're right Here's what I see that drives me crazy, especially network marketing. People will make $5,000 a month, $10,000 a month. That's a lot of money, but they forget about taxes. They forget about life. They, they scale their lifestyle like crazy. I was dedicated to keeping everything really small. So yeah, I live in this multi-million dollar home. Yes. Yes, I have four cars, uh, three of which are supercars, right? Like my Ferrari, my Lamborghini, and my Porsche are like, woo, woo, okay? Like, and they're all paid off, but that's not the point. Like, the point is, Everything is so below my means. And that's what people need to understand. You don't make, stop making five grand a month and buying Gucci belts. Buy a Gucci belt. It's fake. You know, buy a fake one if you really got to have some G's on you or whatever, right? Like people are not making enough money and they're living way, they're, they're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Well, who the heck are the Joneses anyway? If you don't want to lose it, I didn't want to lose it. So I started again going to people who understood it more than me. I stopped paying attention to the people that were probably flexing on Instagram or these days TikTok or Facebook. And I'm like, is it? And so I get it when there's haters out there because it's kind of like, is that really theirs? Do they really know what they're doing? So I like to do financial education. I like to actually show you know other investments I have. Like I wanted my money to work for me. And actually one of the best things that ever happened to me again was termination. Because when I was terminated in 2017, I had one source of income and that was my network marketing company. Now, yes, it was 200, 206,000 was my biggest check. It was $200,000 a month, but let me tell you something. When you lose that entire source of income, thank God I was living like a poor person still. Not poor, but like my overhead was still like maybe five grand a month. Like I was living like nothing, you know? Um, but thank God for that. But second of all, it was so, it was such a learning experience. Because when you lose it all and you go, whoa, 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 never again is somebody going to own me. You're in a position of power. And I say it like that because there's people that are in quote unquote really good jobs. I have a really good job. I'm, I'm stable. My job's stable. I've got a great job. Do you? Or what did COVID show you? Right? Why did you have to get a stimulus check? I didn't get no dang on stimulus check. Stimulus who? Stimulus where? Right? Like, no. Okay, you got a stimulus check because you're, or and you, what, like unemployment and whatever else? Like, because what you thought was stable was not. 
was not. And so I said, okay, I'm going to go make millions again in a network marketing company, which yes, of course we all know I make millions a year. Yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows it's verified by everyone everywhere, right? Cool. But that's not the only place I'm making money like that. I got all kinds of income sources. And people are like, oh my gosh, what do you do? I'm like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, there's a lot going on, man. Like, it's a, it's a real long story, okay? Because I, and it's like, I forget. I get random checks in the mail, you know, right? Like, because I do a lot of money trading. I trade money in different locations, different people. So it'd be like, oh, here's, I'm like, it is like literally raining money. But that's how it should be. And the thing is, I'm not any smarter than any of these people. I just, I bet on things. Like, I bet on myself. I learn, I learn, I learn, I learn. I do not live like a, like, I don't live like a wealthy woman. I know I'm wealthy. I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm wearing these pants I've literally had for 10 years. I don't know. They're comfy. I like them. Okay? These socks are from Costco. Okay? Uh, this sweater was a gift. This shirt I've had for, like, 10 years. And, uh... I don't even dye my hair. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, whatever. I could, obviously. But, I mean, people like to get fancy real fast. Yeah. And it's like, who are you trying to impress? So, anyone listening to this, just don't. Just don't. I know it's tempting. Don't. And don't normalize debt. Bad debt. There's good debt and bad debt. Like, I truly believe that. But I think as a society, we normalize just always drowning, I guess. And then just always being like, oh, F, it's Monday. Yes, it's Friday. But I'm still like upset. And my husband's a huge one that taught me because when I voice memoed you to ask you to do this, um, he grew up with nothing. Like his, you know, he was in a freaking storage unit and his mom like took him and literally like kidnapped him and you know he didn't have food or anything lived in wow. a freaking station wagon for a little bit and um like as know, a child I, you know, what like as a child yeah he was not wow. he was in dangerous physical like situations but then anyways once his grandparents got him he was raised by his grandparents um but he says that he's so happy <laughs> are your dogs doing something no some oh. weird old man is doing something Oh, I don't have old men in my woods, but if I do, I'll be concerned. Um, <laughs> I'm sending Prince on him. It's fine. Prince is going to go out there and kung fu him. It's fine. You're so funny. He just always talks about the same thing that you said. That he's like, glad that I didn't grow up with a ton. He said, I appreciate and my and Pa taught him how to invest in the stock market and how to you know, not live in a lack mindset with that. And he said that once he started praying about money, he's like, that's when it came. It wasn't when I was like scared of it or whatever. And he's taught me a lot because I am not educated. I was not educated before yeah. him by Most any stretch of the imagination. Um, so um, that was huge. Okay. I love that. And your time, you give your time, which already I'm taking more than I should, but the uh, that's a huge thing is that your time is so valuable that I'm just like mind blown at how many your schedule gives me an aneurysm. So <laughs> my schedule, you know what though? I thrive in the chaos, first of all. And second of all, my dharma, like my life purpose is to serve. Yeah. Like I love yes. to learn, then I love to teach, and then I love to serve. So yeah, like, it's all that connected. Dude, like you sleep. You sleep because you have your purpose. Like you know your yeah. purpose. Yeah. Like I I know what I do is crazy. Like I know how much content I put out. I'm not delusional. Like people are like, how does she do it? And she's not tired. When does she sleep? I'm like, I like, I know that I'm pouring, but I'm not yeah. pouring from an empty cup because when I do this, 
Oh, like, I don't know. I feel people's energy. So I'm like, no, it's good. Like, I'm being fulfilled. It's, it, it ain't no thing. I love it. I love it. No thing. <laughs> um, so last thing is, why do you think so many people hear these incredible testimonies yet still don't think it's possible for them? Um, they still It's, a, it's the same the, thing you just said. It's the same thing as financial literacy. They don't yeah. know any better. Yeah. And we've been taught our whole lives, if it sounds like it's too good to be true, it must be. And especially in this profession, people go, oh, well, you know, only the 1% are going to make millions of dollars. Cool. Isn't that every profession? But also, thank God that when somebody was telling me that, because I heard that when I started, don't sign up for that. Oh, my God. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Only the top 1% is going to make money. And I'm like, oh, well, why wouldn't I be the top 1%? Yeah. That's that perspective flip that we talked about earlier. Like. People were telling me, oh, it's a scam. And I went, well, why? They said only this many people make millions of dollars. And I did not even have my eye on millions of dollars, by the way. Okay. I was like, I don't need no millions. I need $300. Get the hell out of here with your three, with your, with your million dollars. Like, I don't care. Matter of fact, if it is a scam, cool. I just want to scam enough people to make $300. Shut up. You know, like that was my perspective. If we're being totally honest about it, like this wasn't about millions of dollars. And what what is in the what the, the heck? I couldn't dream that big. No 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 no. Three hundred dollars. That's what I need. Okay, so you stay over there. But then but then that but then it started to change. Like, yeah, why not me though? Like, right. what what makes those other people any different? So they don't need more information. They need to flip their perspective. And so, uh, you know, what makes people who they need it not act? I just think we're conditioned. For lives of mediocrity. I hate to say that, but like people love it. They love, you know, getting off work at five o'clock. They stopped working at four, but the, you know what I mean? But like they they leave at five o'clock. They love then crawling up to their house and like eating dinner, drinking a couple beers, watching some TV, going to sleep, waking up. Or well, we got to fit in there complaining to their partner about how work sucked, talk, complaining to their kids, you know, rattling off at their children. They love it, man. That's what life's like. Oh, you don't know what it's like to be me, okay? It's stressful. I got to go to work. I got a little. I'm like, dude. How long are you going to complain about your life like this? Like, how long are you going to yell at your wife for? Because I think yeah. she's over it, man. Like, how long are you going to be mean to your kids for? That's cool with you? No. Because you know what that breeds? That breeds generations and generations of angry people, first of all. Second of all, like, you, no, no, no. Like, I don't, I could go down a whole other tangent. But it's like, people are just so used to it. They're just so used to not being happy. Cause that's all they've seen. They've, they've for generations in their households seen, this is what we do. This is the human experience. Yeah. We work hard. We're underpaid. We're unhappy. We save for four years to go on one trip to Disney. That's what people do. I got no interest in that. It snowed in Texas. I said, book the flights. We're going to Hawaii. I am not. I am not the one to sit here and freeze. No. No. That's what I did. Like, good good for you to save for four years to go on a, yeah. on a 10 day trip, but, and ask a boss. Yeah. I'm not no, interested. So. What do you mean? It was hard. I mean, I did. I completely, I had beautiful bonuses and paychecks and a beautiful job and I was getting promoted and I, 
whatever, but I was aligning in my life because that's when I knew I was about to get engaged. And I was like, I can't be a mom and do this. And that's my main, I want to be a mom. Like, I know I'm meant to be mom. I know mm-hmm. that. And it's, I sat there and I was like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. I'm on call 24 seven. I'm in the office 70 hours a week, if not more. I get home. I suck as a wife and I suck as a friend. I suck Just because you're tired. This is normal though. It's not that it wasn't even your fault. That's the crazy oh, that thing is people, yeah. people know that. Like, people aren't dumb. They feel that. Whoever's listening to this will yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. They feel that. They are frustrated. They feel yeah. like crappy moms, crappy dads, crappy spouses, crappy friends, crappy, crappy, crappy. Empty. But, like, they're in, yeah, empty. Ooh, what a word. Ooh, strong. Like, I was. And they don't do anything about it because it's so normalized. They then go see their girlfriends once a month on a Friday night. They drink a couple cocktails and they're like, oh, are you as tired as me? Yes. Yes, girl. I am exhausted. This is it, though. We got we got those careers we always wanted, girl. Whose dream are you building? Because it clearly wasn't yours. You, you want to be a mom. You're going to be a mom. I'm going to pray for you, by the way. I mean, you should ask permission, but I'm just going to do it anyway. So, like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... It was hard. It start, I was used to kind of bougieing myself up. I'll be honest. I went and got my nails done every month. And like, I, I had to, and my husband was, I mean, he could have easily taken over completely and it would have been fine, whatever. But like, it was hard adjusting to not just getting whatever I wanted and to go back to square one. Cause I went back to square one twice in one year. Cause I became a certified nurse's assistant. I thought I was going to go back into the nursing program. Okay. That's when I found Lavelle. And that's when I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. So I literally went back to square one twice in a year at the age of 26. That was it's weird. Hey, my 2017, that was 26. So that was weird. But I love that. Um, or 27. Okay. I've now kept you for a very long time. So I'm going to wrap up this episode unless you have anything else that you want to say. No, I just appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for uh, being patient as I turn my computer back on. Um, and that was, it was a great chat. So I enjoyed our conversation and, uh, thanks for reaching out and being bold enough to, to see if, I, I mean, what was the worst that was going to happen? I was going to say no. Well, look, I said yes. <laughs>